Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. Hey, what's up? So in the Manhattan Beach studio. Yep. And we're going to talk about productivity hacks because we are the masters of being productive. <laughs> Should definitely be learning from us as well. I mean, we actually are when you think about it. Mainly because we choose to do a lot of, we don't do a lot of other things. <laughs> this is true. This is true. We wanted to make just a short like episode that could be helpful and I don't know helpful you know I think this is actually really important right now especially in quarantine because uh, a lot of my clients and I know a lot of yours are too are moms yeah and if they had six hours a day before to work on their own stuff now they have two hours a day maybe and so you know obviously I don't really know what it's like to be a mom but I can imagine that you are being pulled in a million different directions you're trying to oftentimes have something that's your own you're trying to take care of the family you're trying to you know take care of your partner do all the things so how do you still get work done or do whatever it is that you want to create if you have less time so um, I wrote down a couple things just in terms of like just to set the stage first I think we need to we do need to decide how like I think we do need to say yes a lot like Mm -hmm. just in general you know so I think it's okay to be overwhelmed I think there's this idea that like you're never supposed to feel overwhelmed or if you are like you're doing it wrong I don't know every person I know who is productive has gotten to a point of overwhelm and that's why they had to figure it out you know so I think it's okay you know one of my favorite quotes is from Grant Cardone he says take massive action until you get new problems yep and I love that because it's like, yeah, okay, there's always going to be problems, right? I don't care if you, I mean, if you had all the time in the world, you still have problems. You'd be like, I'm bored or whatever it is, right? And there actually are a lot of people who are bored in quarantine. So yeah. like, there's always going to be a set of problems, but take massive action to the point where you're generating now new problems. So if you're worried about having no clients, take enough action so that now you have way too fucking many clients and you have to have a wait list and you have to have all that kind of stuff. So I I like that. So I think especially with coaches, if you're listening to this and you are a coach, there's a misconception that like you're supposed to always manage your time appropriately and you're supposed to like know how to do all of that. I know for me, I didn't get better at time management until I needed to. And so I think it's okay to feel overwhelmed. I I think like once you get there, it's like, okay, now I have to maybe reverse engineer this and get more discerning. I'm really glad you brought that up because sometimes I forget because um, I'm doing this again and it's been a while since I've been overwhelmed with with projects. I've been really busy and um, I was just in a call today with a Facebook ads lady and she just took on an extra project and kind of is working on ours and uh, I'm at Jill's place and my boyfriend was on the call and he was texting me. He's like, she took on too much work and I was like, but so did we. <laughs> and so it's like, um, you know, she was taking on a lot of projects and we took on probably more than we could handle, but it's right now I'm like, well, we have the time to do it and we'll figure it out. Like we'll be up late or we'll hire somebody um, to pick up some of the pieces, but we'll figure it out. Like I'd rather just say yes and then figure it out later. So I'm glad that you said that. And this is also why it's important to have some of these strategies. So I know like we like to do this, Jill and I will talk about a topic and we go, okay, you write some things down. I'll write some things down and share them. So I don't know what she wrote, but my first thing I wrote down actually was to keep a list. And I know that's so like 
okay, sure, it's lame and stupid maybe, but, um, you know, just working with my boyfriend is he's constantly like, okay, what am I supposed to be doing? Um, and I need to have it written down so we don't, nothing gets overlooked and nothing gets missed. And I'm really visual whenever I work with my clients. And you know, if you, if you worked with me, a lot of times we do a Zoom meeting and I literally have a document and I'm writing everything down. And I think it really helps to see, at least for me, to see what's really important, what's not, and what actually needs to get done. So many times I think we, um, we keep this juggling list in our head. And so it feels overwhelming because we were like, we're trying to hold it. It's almost like you're trying to memorize a phone number. Right. You know, sometimes you're like, okay, I got to like, <laughs> just fucking write it down. I got to type it really fast. Like I got to memorize the numbers really fast before you lose it. Right. So I feel like when you become overwhelmed, you're trying to keep all this stuff in your head. So if you put it down on paper, it gives you permission to just like, yeah, you can, you can forget about it because it's right there. It does make such a difference. It, it does for me. So that it was does. my first you know, thing. And it's funny because a lot of times people are like really anti to do lists because they go, well, I just keep putting the same things on it every day. I actually love lists as well, but only for specific projects. Mm. So I don't have like a running to do list all day, every day. That would be like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of like these long term, like write a book, right? Like sure. I'm not going to put write a book on my to do list. So I always have lists when I'm getting ready to launch something because mm-hmm. there's very specific things that have to get done by the time I launch, like the sales page, the testimonials, like there's certain things you have to do. So whenever I launch, I do a list and it always helps me because I'm like, because I don't remember. Totally. I totally can't keep it all in my head at one time. Yeah. It's yep. awesome. My sec- my first one is, um, and I think I mentioned this before on the podcast, is minimizing mode switching. So one of my uh, pet peeves uh, since I was a personal trainer full time, and you'll get this too, Danny, is uh, having these like little 15, 30 minute hour long downtimes between clients. This is the worst. So I try to, and, and what, that was actually one of my biggest things with time management was, especially when I was personal training and I was really in scarcity a lot. And I was worried my clients were going to leave me if I even voiced some sort of change that I would want to do with the schedule. So I would always just default to them. They'd be like, you know, when should you work out? And I'm like, when, when works for you? And I would let them dictate the time that we would meet and that would give me like these little 30 hour long chunks in between where it was nothing, it wasn't long enough to do anything productive. And so I would just be bored. I'd be eating, I'd be scrolling my email. Like it would just be like this very unproductive time. So now I do all of my clients back to back. So I do all of my calls on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, anything that's more of like a webinar call, you know, interview type, like appointment type thing, always on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Cause I just know I'm not going to be in creative mode those days. I'm just going to wake up and just boom, boom, boom. And just be in the vortex that day. And all of my clients are back to back. I, I work all my clients from like basically 11 AM to 6 PM uh, and webinars and things like that. So that when I get to Thursday, I have creative time Thursday all the way through Monday. And that's been a huge blessing. So I try to minimize mode switching because then I get to be in creative mode. I don't have to have things on my calendar. You know what it's like. If you have, I don't know if you guys are like this. I'm like kind of odd like this, but if I have one appointment on my calendar, like one in the afternoon, it's like my entire day. Because I'm like, well, I don't want to start anything because I have my call. And then after the call, I've been like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. I was waiting all day. And then I had the call. I'm like, oh, the day's over. Like, it's just this weird psychological thing. So, you know, I think try to minimize going back and forth between creative mode and appointment mode and mom, like, yeah, and as moms, I think you guys do get pulled in a lot of different directions, but if you have things on your calendar, you be the one to dictate when you do them. And if they can't meet this week 
at a time that works for you, push it to next week. And it also is a signal to yourself to be in abundance. Like you get to set the rules. You get to be the one to set the tone. You're the one who sets the schedule rather than defaulting to them. I love that. I mean, that was a big thing with me wanting to be in one place this year is I just kept feeling like I'd get something started, get a little momentum and then move. And then, you know, you're starting over and over and it's so hard to get momentum and, and keep it. And so once you get it, you don't want to just stop a project. So it's such a good one. Yep. Um, so kind of on, on that line too, I actually have, um, prior prioritize your list or what you need to get done. But this, I learned from a guy named David Bird. He was a coach, um, like a high level coach. And he said, only put three things on your list a day. And I remember first like working with him and I'm like, what do you mean three? I have 27 things on my list, but every single day I had 27. Sometimes I'd add more and he goes only, and he's like, well, how much are you getting done? I was like, well, none. Like I'd have 27 and then maybe I would do one or two, but then I'd add one or two. So it never went down. He goes, just do three, but do the three things that move the needle the most. And the rest are going to have to just be on the next days or something. And I remember being so resistant and being like, I'm wanting to only three. Yeah. Wanting to argue with him, but it made me sit down and go looking at all of this. What are the most, the three most important things? And some things weren't that like get the oil change in the car okay, that's not important right now when my business needs X, Y, and Z and I'm trying to make money or something. So prioritizing your top three things every single day. And I even do this by weekly and monthly is like what by the end of the month, what one thing, if I just did this one thing would make a big difference to me and I wouldn't be pissed at myself that I didn't do it. And so I think prioritization is huge. So your list is one thing, fine. But if you're picking the stupid things off the list, like washing your socks and nothing, then what's the point? So well, that's prioritizing. when you feel like busy, but maybe you're not productive. Yes. Right? And that's what feels overwhelming too. I think when people are like, I'm so busy and nothing I got ran, done. Right. They're like, I ran around and did errands all day. And like, you can make yourself busy. No problem. There's an endless list of errands and yeah. chores you can be doing all the time. But at the end of the day or the end of the week, if you're saying to yourself like, God, I don't, I don't even I don't have anything to show for it. Yeah. And I felt like I was running around and so many of us have been there. Actually, it reminds me of one of my favorite quotes from Jim Collins. He said, if you have more than three priorities, you have none. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Mm. And one of my mentors, you know, Alan Cosgrove, I remember he said, you know, Jill, if you do three things a day, he goes, I know it doesn't seem like a lot. He goes, but at the end of the week, that's 21 things you did. Yep. He goes, that's a lot. I yeah. was like, damn, that is a lot. Imagine doing 21 like really big things every yeah. week. Yeah. The three things was a difficult one for me, but it's huge. It was a big needle mover because I felt overwhelmed by 20. And and again, it's kind of like the fitness thing when you're you're working with a train uh, a new client and they like want to go balls to the wall and go six days a week from zero. It's like, you're not going to go six from zero, like just do three. And then if you just do three and you have momentum and you're going like, then do four and five and six. But if you just do three, you get through the day and you're like, these are three really big ones. It's huge. And like you said, end of the week, that's 21. That's a lot. It's a ton. Yeah. going to slow the roll here real quick to talk about No Issue. Noissue.co has sponsored this episode of the Best Life Podcast. Y'all, No Issue is so cool. They have custom sustainable packaging. Um, These are really amazing, like custom tissue papers, stickers, tapes, um, inks, and designs that you can really make yourself as a business or brand stand out. I know for me, when I um, run my masterminds, I like to buy my participants like little gifts and the books here and there. And I wish I had these for a while ago, but just ways to make, you know, people feel extra special. So I could put like my little logo designs on them. I could make them really pretty, really fun and ship them out. Cause you know, just the details feel really, really good 
good. Now, if you're hosting events or if you're maybe even doing baby shower weddings, I feel like there's so many ideas I have just going to this website, so many colors. And I also love that the the company is really committed to being sustainable. All of their packaging is compostable, recycled, or reusable. And so you're able to really feel good knowing that what you're making isn't just adding to the problem of landfill and garbage. So we'd love no issue. We appreciate them. Of course, if you use them, check them out. Use our code, the best life, when you check out. We always save you some cash. And we'll see you back in the episode. Yeah, my next one is a little bit similar to that. It is um, ask what's the goal. So the quote is like, keep the main thing the main thing. I think this is really important, especially when you start getting overwhelmed by other people's agendas. So for example, you know, if you wake up and you check your email in the morning, all of a sudden now you have things that really weren't on your radar, but someone asked you to be on a podcast, someone asked you to be on a summit, someone asked you for coaching, like, and all of a sudden what you had planned for your day goes off it just goes off the map a little bit. And so, um, asking what's the goal. Actually, I had, um, a couple of weeks ago, I had a virtual mastermind and we interviewed John Berardi, who is a co-founder of Precision Nutrition. And he said that he was at a talk one time and this is his quote was, what's the goal? He said he was at a talk one time. It's probably like 500 people in the, in the call. And he was at the talk and he was talking about something in the business with precision nutrition. And there was a person in the crowd who was kind of just like a little bit of a troll, kind of like just really trying to like, like find gaps in his argument and kind of always like had something to say and like was kind of trying to be a little bit of a troll. And he just kept his cool because in the back of my head, he goes, what's the goal here? The goal here is not to prove this one person out of 500 wrong. It is to like keep the main thing, the main thing. Like I'm here to give this talk to 500 people and me going off script and like addressing this right now is it completely negates what I'm trying to do here. And so I always remind myself that if an opportunity comes into my email inbox or my DMs or, you know, into my sphere of some sort, I always ask myself, would I have sought out this opportunity of my own volition? And if I didn't, I say no to it. And that's what's really hard is sometimes you feel like, well, this could be, mm-hmm. right? It's always the potential. This could be a thing. This could give me exposure. This could be an amazing opportunity. It's like, look, you have an amazing opportunity right in fucking front of you and yeah. you don't need anyone. You can do it yourself. You have your business. You have the thing you're working on. You have your, your hobby, whatever it is that you're trying to do. You don't need to be on someone's summit to make that happen. You don't need to do this MLM to make that happen. Like you already have a plan in place. You have an agenda. And so I always ask myself, and sometimes there are opportunities that come in that I'm like, you know what? I actually would have probably sought this out of my own volition. And it's nice that someone else put it in my inbox and I will say yes to those things. But for the most part, that's how I make my decisions is like, I always bring it back to like, what's, what is my actual goal? And it's hard, especially if you're a people pleaser, right? You always want to say yes to someone. You always want to make them feel like, okay, yeah, we could do that maybe. And I learned the hard way that spreading myself too thin made me terrible at everything. So bad. And so, yeah, just kind of keep the main thing, the main thing and ask what's the goal in this? Like, is this part of my plan? And if it's not, it's someone else's agenda, then like, sorry, they might not, you know, it might not be a yes and that's okay. So good. I like that question. And kind of this goes into my next thing. It's, um, it's really like talking about saying no. I do three things. Like if I have a to-do list and actually I have some things that do move from day to day, like it needs to get done, but it's not urgent. And so it's on the list and it's going to the next day. It's going to the next day. And this is kind of separate from my priority list. It's just kind of a list that I just need to keep in my head to make sure it gets done. Like let's say taxes, like I write it down, 
uh, get it done this week, just so it's on my in my brain. If I write it down the next week, and I write it down the next week, and I write it down the next week, at some point, there's three things. I say you would either, either delegate it, do it, or you delete it. And so if it's on your list, and you keep writing it over and over and over, you either need to do the damn thing, delegate it to someone else who will get it done, or just take it off because it's just stressing you out and it's on the back of your mind. It's never going to get it done. So, you know, that was big for me too. There's even, even some of the small things in the chores, like, you know, uh, the car, the oil needs to get changed. Like it's, you keep saying, you keep saying it finally, just like ask your husband to do it. Like, Hey, delegate, like start asking people to pick up slack or do something. Otherwise it's just making you insane. And so those three things is delegating is huge. And I think it's a piece that, um, you know, especially when we're entrepreneurs and we're starting off and we're trying to do everything ourselves, there has to be a point where you go, okay, can someone else do this? Maybe not as good as you, but can they do it and get it done so that it's done and you can focus on what you really need to focus on? So again, it's just do it, delegate it or delete it. And sometimes a lot of things just need to be deleted. Like that actually doesn't need to be done. It's not super important. It's not hitting the bottom line. So let's like skip it for now. It's so good. And that was similar to what I had my last one, which was, you know, some things can also be left undone, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, and that's the thing is asking yourself, like, why am I doing this? Or like, what is the the purpose of this? Or can I delegate this to someone else? Or can it literally just not get done, you know, and figure out a workaround at some point? You know, I think a lot of people do things to make themselves feel productive, like busy type stuff, like errands, like going to get the oil change. And like, look, yes, your oil needs to get changed at some point, but it always doesn't need to be top of the to-do list that single day, especially if you have things that are maybe will leverage more or um, will, you know, the outcome will be more impactful for your life. It's like, okay, cool. Maybe I'll do all of my errands type stuff on Sundays. I think people like errands because it makes them feel like they're doing something, you know, because it's like, and it also keeps them from having to do the big things. We talked about this a little bit, I forget what episode, where it's like easier to just do the little stuff and like, well, you know what? I need to clean the house. And it's like, cool, you keep putting off that like big project that you really want to do. And I find myself doing this in business. I'm like, I'll just launch a, 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 like a program because I'm good at that. And because I have a lot of ideas rather than taking the time to really sit down and write my book Mm -hmm. or whatever. Right. So like, I think looking at the things that you have to do and deciding which can't, doesn't need to get done right now, which are you avoiding? And then also, you know, having some boundaries around your time, you know, it's kind of goes to saying, no, I'll never forget one of my mentors said people respect people with boundaries and it's hard. Having boundaries is really hard. We've done a whole several, several episodes on this, like saying no can feel really hard, but I, the people always respect people who know themselves. There's a sense of self-awareness and a sense of urgency, frankly, from someone who's willing to say no, you know, like, I'm like, damn, that sucks because I would really love to involve that person. But the fact that they said no shows me and is example that they value their time. I'm like, holy shit, I need more of that. Right. So when I see people with really strong boundaries who are also kind, they communicate their boundaries, they enforce their boundaries in a very kind way. I'm like, damn, that's an example for me. So I like it while I don't like it. I also like it. Right. And so I think deciding and really being discerning with your time is, is so important. So yeah, boundaries and, and then thinking about what really of all the things I have to do, what's going to leverage the most. Cause not everything does, right? Like, you know, picking up your dry cleaning, is like, sure, it needs to get done, but that's not the same as sitting down and writing something, you know, writing like a bit, like a blog for your business or doing a podcast or something that's going to leverage a little bit more in the direction you want to move. Yeah. It's so true. It's, um, I mean, productivity ultimately is about making, I really think it's like making the most, um, 
forward progress in the least amount of time. And so ultimately, you can make a lot of progress and not a lot of time. I think sometimes we hear people, I only have an hour a day. And it's like, you can get a lot done in the hour if you do the right actions, yep. if you take the actions that make the biggest the, the biggest results. Um, if you are making sales calls for an hour versus just posting or scrolling on social media for an hour, those are two different, you're going to get two very different results. And so ultimately it's like, what are the actions that I need to take? Uh, you know, I, I don't have kids. And sometimes I look at some of my friends that are moms in business that are crushing it. And I'm like, how do they find the time? And I'm like, I don't, I don't utilize them my time the best all the time because they have to. And they sometimes to. you're forced to, and there's, um, there's some kind of, uh, I don't remember what it is, but it's like 80% of the work gets done in 20% of the time or or you use up the time that you have and yep. like how many of us just procrastinate and get all of the work done the last day and it only took, you know, if you just sat down for four hours and we procrastinated for two weeks. So I don't know, create deadlines for yourself because shit will get done when you have little time. I know, it's so <laughs> funny. Like always, and also remember like time is finite. You know, I was listening to um, Elon Musk on Joe Rogan recently and he was talking about how he's actually selling all of his possessions and he's like not, he's going to like just rent or whatever and like rent a furnished place and he has multiple homes and things like that. And he was talking about how he bought this plot of land with the intention of like making his dream home. And he goes, I'm just a perfectionist. And I had to ask myself like, okay, do I really want to spend the time and energy like picking out different like things for this house that's potentially my dream house and like going through and being so meticulous or should I spend that time getting us to Mars? Mm -hmm. I mean, in someone like Elon Musk, you're like, okay, yeah, like that's probably better spent, like trying to figure out a solution to like get people to Mars versus like spent, you know, and so it's not that that stuff isn't always great, but it's like we, and he's even said, he's like, we have a finite amount of time on this earth. How are we? And when you feel the immediacy of that, it goes like, holy shit. Like I really do have some big things that I want to do and I have to get better at this and I have to make these things a priority and stop pretending like I'm so busy all the time or, um, or filling the time with mindless stuff. And it's fine every once in a while. I think we all need escapism, but at the end of the day, at the end of the end of our life, even, you know, we look back and go like, okay, how did I spend the majority of my time? Yeah. It, it wasn't it Steve Jobs too. He only has like black in his closet because he didn't want to spend time thinking about what to wear. Right. It's like wear all your stuff. Every day. Yeah. All your stuff matches. You wear the same thing. Then that's one less decision you have to make. Yep. And this isn't on the list, but something like that, like automated decisions where you just make one decision and you don't have to keep making it over and over. Yep. And that decision fatigue is real. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I like these. These are fun. They are fun. Um, so yeah, share with us some of your productivity hacks or tips and um, subscribe to our episode and join us on the Best Life Podcast uh, Facebook group. Well, we would really love some amazing reviews. Yes. We know and we so appreciate the ones you guys have already left for us. They're so awesome. They're like just the best promotion commercial we could ever do you guys know us so well obviously you know we're in your ears like there's we're so real and just with you guys and not holding back so if you could give other people a taste of what it's like to be in to listen to our podcast that would be amazing a lot of times people you guys know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there and I'm gonna be honest like a lot of them aren't that great so if you guys love ours a lot of people try to find new podcasts to listen to and they go through a ton of duds um, and we've had multiple say, you know, once we got to the, your podcast, we've loved it and whatever. And, and again, we're not for everybody, but if you guys really love the podcast and you listen to episodes each week, we would love a review to give people insight into what it's like so that they can potentially download and subscribe and try it out for themselves. So you guys are the best. We really appreciate all of the support. 
all the feedback when you share our episodes on social media, that really truly means the most to us because it means that you trust us enough to share us with your friends and family. We do not take that for granted. Um, and you're the best. And we are always open to feedback and open to um, ideas for episodes and guests and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we appreciate you and love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.